ACAST. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Music, horror, art, politics, bad assery. Welcome to Society Thirteen. Hey, this is John from Red Horse Radio, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio on the Society 13 Network. This is Mr. Pink of the Society 13 Podcast Network, and you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Heather and Dave. The only place I come for the music, macabre, and movies. KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Knuckle up again. Make me want to dance. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just about soda. Hello, beans. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.
Welcome and very nice. That was Solar Burn, Pittsburgh band, with the song Chode. We'll hear more from them in the future. Thanks to Dave Mondine, who sent me over some music, and uh, they were glad to let us play that. Uh, also, another local band tonight we're featuring is Vermithrax, straight out of Pittsburgh, and they were on the opening acts for Metal Church, thrash, bell, thrash band. From the 80s, they're on up, still going, great show. And, of course, we have the lovely Miss D with us today. And um, special guest coming in, um, ex-boxing champion of Pittsburgh, we have the heavyweight himself, Chad Church, talking on Metal Church. Stay tuned. Well, hello. Welcome to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hi. Hi. Who's with me here? Hi, it's Miss D. Miss D. We saw a throwback great thrash metal concert. Not, what, a week ago? A week ago, Friday. Seattle's best, as far as thrash metal. We saw Metal Church. Woo-hoo. Yeah, <laughs> I dragged you to it. I had seen them for the past, I don't know, 25 years, every version of them. And I've been hearing about it for the past 22. Yes, and they were phenomenal. I thought every everything they did, they were so tight, the sound was incredible. They, there was a pit going on there, and old friends showed up too, which was kind of cool. And apparently there was a lot of good local thrash metal prior to that, too. Um, According to one of our call-ins here uh, in a little bit, our buddy Chad will be calling in. And uh, I'll let him introduce himself however he wants to. He's a man of many talents and uh, (laughs) what would you call it? Uh, Superhero identities. (laughs) I I, I don't know what he's going to go with. jack of all trades. But it's because of him that we got to hear a lot of, and I even got some of their music, uh, Vermithrax, which is a Pittsburgh thrash metal band. And I'd say thrash, but they harken back to everything. And I'm going to read a little uh, blurb that was sent to me from them in a little bit here after we talk with Chad, who I believe is calling right now. Yep, there it is. Oh, mystery oh phone. My. While we get set up with our guest Chad, let's uh, get on with a little Vermithrax, Architects of Fear. Yeah. 
Yes, hello. You are on Kettle Whistle Radio. Who are we speaking to? Chad. Chad? You got to speak up, Chad. (laughs) Hold on, Chad. All right, go ahead. Can you hear me now? Sure can. You're loud and clear. Yep. All right. It's Sprint, my friend. It's Sprint. (laughs) It's Sprint. (laughs) Well, we don't advertise for them, so... Um, so I just want to. You know, all right, we're, we're, I'm here with Ms. D, and we're recapping what we saw last hey, Chad. week. Hello. And Chad. I heard First of all, first of all, you got to introduce yourself. I, I, let's talk about Chad first. Who are we talking to here? I'm, our, our audience isn't familiar. Uh, my name's uh, Chad Church. Ooh, last name. I want, how about the, uh, you can go back to your kickboxing days. We have some listeners that would be interested in that. Well, what was that? Uh, shortly there, when we were at Flipper Rock University, what, like around 91 to 95, I got into amateur kickboxing and uh, won a few amateur titles. And then I went into the pro ranks around 95, 96, and was able to win a couple heavyweight titles as a professional athlete. That's right. Yeah, I saw a lot of that go down, and you always came out to a metal tune, although I, we still have to talk about that Smashing Pumpkins moment, but you did like that song, so we'll let it go, but Priest was your big one. Yes, I usually came out to Priest, uh, you got another thing coming, yes. which I thought was appropriate. 
Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah, I totally enjoyed seeing those days. And uh, what have you been up to ever since? You can keep it shallow. You don't have to be totally real about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I will say uh, what I end up putting in. I'm my early 40s now. put about 24 years in the military. I'm getting out right now. Uh, went from enlisted to officer mm. ranks, a couple deployments. And as you know, I'm um, busy yes. uh, perusing the Commonwealth's turf as a state trooper. <laughs> wow, I didn't know we were going to go that far with it, but hey, I don't th- I don't divulge on such things, but if the guest wants to, they go for it. Um, but I guess metal's been a part of your life through all of that. I, I know, well, you know, it wasn't just metal. We, we met through, uh, well, let's see, we were alive during the end of punk, the introduction of New Wave. Heavy metal was on its way, and uh, we made it through grunge and liked a lot of it. There was a lot of great alternative, but we always harken back to our thrash music. And we always do go back to our thrash, but uh, as we both know, I think Nirvana in 91 had a lot to do with changing that, didn't they? Absolutely, yeah. I don't have a problem with that either. I know a lot of metalheads do, but, you know, I still love my Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Soundgarden, all that. I mean, yeah, we, we love that. But, you know, when we go back and, and you know, I, I dragged uh, Ms. D to see uh, Metal Church because she, all, all these years of listening to the two of us and brag about them, I had no idea you were going to be there for that. And that, that was a nice surprise. No, I didn't think, I was like thinking the same thing. I'm like, I wonder if DJ's going to be here with Denise because this would be the appropriate band to come see. And we both know that Metal Church started around 1980 well, out in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I started right at the same time with Metallica. Actually, Metallica and Metal Church band members were friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, their, what was their big claim to fame? It actually really helped thrash metal on their whole thing was taking American hard rock and mixing it with that British new wave that we had heard from Judas Priest and Iron Maiden and bands like that. Absolutely. There's a, they uh, have some Seattle connections. Like, uh, when you look at them, look them up, I guess they did a lot of time in Seattle uh, sooner or before San Francisco or after, I'm not sure. It was a little bit after, and the reason that happened was because Kurt, their last founding member, is from the Seattle area, okay. Washington. I think it was at Aberdeen or something. He's from up there. Yeah. And that's where they did a lot of their stuff out of there. Absolutely. And I used to see them on a regular basis back home on Long Island. They'd, it was almost like a residency. They they played uh, local clubs there all the time. And when we uh, we ran into a few of the guys after the show, they were the, you know the newer members, but they, they had heard of some of the clubs that I was, I was mentioning, which was kind of cool. But um, they put on such a great show. But, you know, if not for you, Chad, you introduced us to one of the opening acts there, uh, Vermithrax. Yes, uh, you had not arrived yet, and they were what? There were five bands, four opening up for Metal Church, and they were the third in the lineup. We just happened to get in there right when they were starting their set, and uh, I was quite impressed with them. They actually kind of blew me away, and you're not seeing so many bands over the years, but uh, for the first time I've seen a band like that and, and not expecting it, I was, I was blown, off, blown away. And basically because they kind of reminded me of an early Metal Church Iron Maiden priest, but they were super tight. I was I was impressed, very impressed. With them. Very tight. Yeah, I, I I was listening to the the E five song EP, and uh, they, they're what they're doing is they're letting, of course, they're giving that they're uh, they're. They, they come from our, our period of time, uh, Ms. D, you know, where the yes. tape sharing days where bands bands and friends of bands uh, would share tapes with each other. And if you liked them, then you went out and bought the album, you bought the merchandise. Got a little taste of it. I got a little taste of it. And that's what they want to do with the ZP, harken back to those days of the tape sharing days. But when they put the LP out, you know, they're hoping people will actually, you know, front some money for it. But they, you know what? They're happy just to be sharing at this point. Great bunch of guys. Great EP. Uh, did you get to listen to any of it, Chad? I'm listening to a little bit of it because uh, 
Wayne at that concert, and uh, as soon as we got done with the concert, he actually downloaded that, <laughs> that EP, and like he said, it was excellent. Yeah. But yeah. I want to tell you, my personal opinion, too, I don't know why they just didn't bust out an actual quick live album for the, the 12 songs that they have, because it was that good. And yeah. You know, I told you, I went over to buy that album, they didn't even have it. I so, <laughs> it, was, it was quite impressive, I thought. That's how we are, though. You know, we want to we we want to lay we want to lay down the cash, walk away with it. You know, with the with the CD or album in our hands. You know, because it was that good. Now, yeah, I agree with you. When it comes to the live thing, if they're my God, if they're that tight live, and we we literally had just missed them. I don't even know how we just missed them. I'm rely, I was relying on your word for it, and then I listened to their their EP, and I'm like, now I have to go see them. I don't know if they do the moose, but I'm sure they do the local circuit around here. Yeah, they're supposed to what? Uh, we'll have to look it up. But I think mid-March, I think around the 18th or something, they're doing something in Lawrenceville. Oh, cool. I, think they're oh, okay. I, I know I have it written down somewhere, but I'm going to go out and check them out live. Because even, uh, if I had to pick my three top metal bands, I mean, you're talking probably obviously Judas Priest, you know that with me, and Maiden's right there, uh, mm-hmm. and then Metal Church is right there as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, even ahead of Metallica, and, the, and the crazy thing about it was, from seeing all those bands, it's not often anybody impresses me, and, and I thought they were that good. But I mean, most of those guys, I think, are a little bit older, they've been around a little bit, and I mean, they've, they've got it down to a science, so I think they could go somewhere now with it, too. Yeah, absolutely. And they, they talk about um, Testament and Megadeth, uh, you know, and you could hear all that in the music. I mean, it's a full metal package with uh, Vermithrax, and, uh, which happens to be, I guess, a reference to the dragon, Vermithrax. Um, it's right there on the card, actually, they gave me. Uh, yeah, definitely. And, the, you know, they have that thing going on with Sabotage, like, you know, the medieval type, uh, I guess you would say. Uh, imagery. Imagery, yes, yes. And and images and words, I should say, they, they go with that, too. Um, like Ronnie James Dio, you know, all that. Uh, God, what would you call it? Just the, I guess, medieval storytelling, you know. But it, it mostly it's a music that does the talking. And uh, I guess they, they really pounded it out that night. Because you were just like, you, this is the band you want to hear next. And I'm like, okay, okay. And somebody else was on at that point. And I, I can't even remember. Cause, uh, it was Martyr. It was Martyr. Oh, Martyr, right. Yes. Yeah, they were good. I like them. And, and, and you know what? I was just talking to Wayne the day when we were out there, you know, and, and, and he concurred with me on this one. Martyrs are okay, but they didn't even touch. Okay. You know, you know the, the band before them or the band after them. And I'm not putting them down. I just didn't think they were to the level either one of those bands. Wow. Okay. Main star band and the other one up and coming. But I, I was just kind of shocked by it, to be honest with you. And, and like I said, I'm not putting them down. I like them. But after getting wild once and then waiting for one of my favorite all-time metal bands wild <laughs> twice I mean remember they were shooting that video they got to play Ton of Bricks for us twice yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, right. <laughs> that's, that's true that's right Ton of Bricks and Start the Fire was it a two video were they doing two yes, shoots there's another great that is probably my favorite yes movie. yeah they used to always start off uh, Start the Fire that was so good I remember we were all standing there looking around like uh, uh, why are they doing it twice and uh, I had missed the announcement when they said that they were shooting a video <laughs> I don't know what, what the hell I thought I, I lost you know time or something
I agree. I agree. Uh, Blessing in Disguise is amazing, though. I mean, Fake Healer, uh, um, Badlands, I, they did it to a team. I remember looking at you like to see if they're going to hit that note in, uh, it, it, you know, uh, from um, the Badlands. And they that guy hit it, man. I mean, he really hit it. You just brought up a good point about Badlands, too. And I feel a little guilty of this because being a big metal church fan initially, which I was more into them than metal, as far as metal went to Metallica at the time, and obviously I was listening to Priest and, and Maiden, which I always do, too. I was, I was kind of taken back because I kind of missed that album, and I just kind of mm-hmm. went back and revisited that. And you're right, that is a phenomenal album, and I think it actually had more yeah. you know, accredited acclaim with that album and I kind of missed it so it's been exciting for me to go back and listen to that album absolutely Fake Healer you can check it out whether you buy it or get it off of iTunes or whatever it's phenomenal like, like you said it's really good Fake Healer is just an incredible way to start off um, an album it, the same way that start, uh, start the Fire starts a show I mean just Metal Church I couldn't believe how tight and the sound was great that night it was and you know what's funny was Monroe singing I was surprised because Wayne was her, you know, original lead singer. He, he's deceased now. Yeah. I didn't know. My big debate, without even seeing you yet, they're talking with my buddy, going there was, I don't know if they're going to be able to hit that. Because to that kind of level, that's up there with Alfred, with, you know, yeah. Judas Priest singing at that level. Mm-hmm. And uh, he actually, like you said, he blew us away. I mean, was that good. Were you at that OzFest that me and Ms. D and a couple other folks were at where we were at OzFest and they announced the death of Metal Church singer, um, I want to say it was 2003 maybe? Does that sound right? Was that the last, was that the Pantera one? With, Ooh, um, I, th- I think so. I think it was that one. Yeah. Because yeah, if you remember, I think they did, and, 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 which was horrible to begin with. Yeah. Remember, we had to take cover because that's the last year I think they had Starlight. They had the fish bowls because people <laughs> were throwing them as projectiles. They were throwing the fish bowls, yes. I do remember that. That was some good stuff. <laughs> I would have forgot that if you didn't bring that one up. Yeah, so there was, yeah, the, the, anything that anything became a projectile, mud, whatever, you know, sod. Pieces of turf. Pieces of turf, people. Lighting um, cups on fire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the fish bowls, that was kind of tragic. <laughs> I got a lot of beer for but it was a good thing for your buck back then with that fishbowl. <laughs> yes, <laughs> watching this, watching Chad up there on the hill holding a fishbowl. Did you have a straw in it? <laughs> that was crazy. <laughs> Yes, I do. That was during the Beastie Boys. Oh, L7, right. Yeah, then he got up during Beastie Boys. Yeah, this was my old roommate. He uh, collapsed on the dirt hell, and these there were little kids making little mud puddles, mud pie uh, sandcastles around his head for a long time. We thought, oh, okay, that's funny, because he deserved it passing out at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. But then, yeah, it got vicious, and <laughs> we had to step in. Yeah, we Things turned bad. Yeah, we, we informed them it would be a bad day at the office to, to try to get somebody who's incapacitated, which basically he missed that whole concert, but... Yeah, so you, uh, so how was the Dropkick Murphys? Dropkick Murphys were actually quick on them. The skinny on them obviously formed in Boston in 1996. Uh, I think uh, 
the lead singer is still the same, and you know one or two of the other members are still the same. But yeah. you know they've had some lineup changes. But uh, they opened up with "The Boys Are Back." That's a fiery song. Well, they like they're like a, a Celtic punk rock band, and uh, they were phenomenal. Tight too, sounded great live. Did shipping back to Boston, inter- interacting with the crowd, got them fired up. Because obviously they brought up the Red Sox won the World Series, and then they taunted. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now, I, I don't know if everybody got that clearly, that you saw Dropkick Murphys the very night after Metal Church. Exactly. That was like uh, two throwbacks. Yeah. Your wild weekend. Wild weekend in, in Pittsburgh. And not that you live too far away from Pittsburgh, but yeah, that was crazy to see you there. And then you're like, yeah, I'm going to Dropkick tomorrow night. Like, what? Really? I want a concert report. So uh, how did, uh, what happened when the Pens fans calmed down? Um, I mean, Dropkick put on a great, great concert, but I'm gonna, I mean, this, and you know this from going to different bands, and, and both you, Miss D, and myself, we all love all different types of music, but I don't know what it is, heavy metal fans are usually a little bit more calm, cool, collective, um, that depends know, on the show, you know, even know each other, you, yeah, you get that little, that thing going with them, you know, like, show with us at Metal Church, we're meeting different people, having a great time interacting, when you go to a, like a dropkick, or not dropkick, yeah, dropkick Murphy concert, the, the problem is that they get a lot of punks. You know yeah, what I mean? And yeah. uh, like I said, there was probably 40 or 50 people I saw tossed out of that concert before they even came on. Wow. So you, you're getting into a little bit of a different genre there. Oh, yeah. You know, but this, I'm going to hit you guys with a, a right cross with this one. This is going to blow your mind. All right. I've never seen a band sell more gear than dropkick Murphy's, and they got cool stuff. I'm talking <laughs> cool. But. The thing is, when I told the girl, you know, because I was there last year at the concert, I bought like four different t-shirts and hoodies and all kinds of stuff. I said to her, man, I don't know if anybody sells more than Dropkick Murphy's. Can you guess who she told me sells more than them? And she said, they sell a plethora of stuff. Uh, Take a guess. Hmm. Uh, you like them. Green Day. James Addiction? <laughs> um. No. Not <laughs> James Addiction. Not Green Day. Um... <laughs> no. <laughs> well, how about, I think both of you like them more than I do. Guar. Guar? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all about the merchandise. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah Miss D's not a big fan, but uh, yeah. I have some listeners that truly are. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, they, they had their own board game for a while. Yeah, they're pretty serious about that. I never go to a concert where people fling manure at me. <laughs> I'm not paying for that. But Chad, there are shows you got to watch out for these days, and one of them being uh, Black Label. That's a that's a rough crowd. I, I've almost been killed twice at two different shows. At one time, just getting hit in the head with a 16 year old girl that got tossed right on top of my head. But they're sick of that story. But yeah, uh, metalheads, uh, it can be a rough crowd too these days. Not like it used to be, where people were looking out for each other in the pit or whatever. Now they're trying to kill each other. Much like uh, our friend Shane, who decided to drag me through the entire crowd to get me to the pit, where I was, I mean, knocking down people like bowling pins, like, that's the last thing I wanted to do, you know, is piss off an entire crowd. He was enthusiastic, that's yes, all. Yes, Shane was enthusiastic. <laughs> and, he, and he did quite well in the mosh pit. I kept my eye on him, and, and he was quite impressed. Yeah, he was. <laughs> 
He was. He was into it. He needed. He needed a night out. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know what to. This is what he gets for not calling in. Too. I was going to have him call in too, but I guess he. I don't know what he's doing. To tell you the truth, might be working. Absolutely. But yeah, Metal Church was a success. I'd love to see them again. Uh, I was so glad to see them this time. I mean, I just couldn't believe the the songs they played. I just. Oh, you couldn't walk out of there without a smile on your face. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk from Metal Church was on. Yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, they must have been in New York uh, recording the day before or that week or whatever East Coast, and they were on that metal show. Well, he was. Kurt was, and just a nice guy. They didn't really let him talk too much, which kind of upset me. But I mean, that, that's a classic thrash metal band, and they definitely uh, proved themselves worthy. Even to someone I like. Think you're right. Why they did that? But, uh, you know, remember they let him come out for. Uh, Yeah, I was watching. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, you know what? I'm going to be playing a Vermithrax uh, song right now. Um, I I have a personal favorite already, and I don't know that the band would agree or you would agree with it, but uh, the Extinction Event, have you listened to that one yet? Yes, I do like that. I like that one a lot. And, um, I don't know if it's my favorite, but it, I like it. What was your favorite? You're going to say Submersus or um, Architect of Fear? I like the Architect of Fear. And here's another thing. Yes, yes. There's a song I can't remember. They told me at the time because that's why I wanted that song. Oh. Like the second to last song. It was phenomenal, but obviously that's not on the, the, the download. So I'm going to hopefully, what, March 18th or whatever, once they go to Lawrenceville, they're there and I get down there, I'm going to pick up the, the album. I'll be able to find that song because it, it was awesome and it wasn't on there. I'll take your word for it, and hopefully we'll get to play that here. Uh, what we've got to do is hit them up on Facebook. Uh, they have a Facebook page or on Reverb Nation if you want that EP by Vermithrax. Verma Jesus, Vermithrax. Wow, I'm doing, you're like making up health food. I'm doing, c- doing cereal commercials now. No, man, uh, Vermithrax. Um, their EP's up there on Reverb Nation. That's where I got it. I intend to buy the LP when it comes out because that's what I do. And I know you do, Chad, so we got to keep up when they release that. It's got it. I think the release date might actually be on there. You there? It might be. And yeah. I just want to say, I don't know what's good coming up on up-and-coming concerts. And you guys are going to laugh at me, but I just want to say this. In September, winter's coming to town. Oh, Lord. Ah! Uh, no! I like him. <laughs> You're killing me. Is uh, Red Beach playing? He's a Pittsburgher. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And that's why you get to see them. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, we're looking forward to, uh, was it Down and Mastodon? Down and, 
No, it's um, Down and Black Label. Down, down, down and Black Label. Boys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Down, yeah. yeah, and Rex plays with them. Uh, Pepper Keenan uh, is playing with them. Um, Rex, yeah, Rex playing bass, and you got Phil singing. It's just a good lineup with Down all the time. And I think it's the same lineup it's always been. And what was the other one, Miss D? There's another big metal show coming out with something uh, Mastodon. Mastodon. Oh, Gojira. Gojira. Yeah. Oh, shit. Chad, Gojira. Oh, we saw him with Slayer. It's something you have to see live. That's all I'm saying. That the albums don't do them justice. Uh, they're good, but they don't do them justice. They, they were. They they and, had an amazing stage presence. I know you guys presence. are right. They're not too bad because obviously having XM radio, I've got that um, liquid metal and yeah. on it <laughs> frequently. Yeah, yes. they, yeah, they get airplay yes. on there a lot. They do. Well, listen, man. I want to thank you for your time. Do you have anything else you want to say, send out there, or you could always think about coming back on again. I'll definitely, you know, when I get to some more concerts and you need some updates, I'll definitely give you a shout out. And cool the only thing I want to tell people listening is cool you need to go back and listen to Metal Church or that good. Yeah, man. I, yeah, the youngins that missed Metal Church, they should go back. And there's a whole plethora of albums they need to check out. Um, I highly recommend The Dark, uh, Metal Church, the first one, and Blessing in Disguise. Uh, all great. Just great albums. And, uh... Let's see. So, all right. Kickboxing, Chad Church, thank you for coming on. We'll talk to you again sometime, man. All right, guys. Take care. All, all right, right. Take care, Chad. Bye. 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 Okay. Well, that was pretty cool of him to call in. That was. I guess we'll uh, <laughs> we'll say uh, goodnight to um, everybody. Uh, let me just real quick here. What I want to do before we play that the final song, um, which is, of course, Vermithrax. We're gonna play. I'm gonna play the Extinction event since we uh, started off with uh, Architect of Fear tonight. Um, this is what they sent me, which I thought was pretty appealing to anybody that um, you know is 40 enough that can remember these days, maybe even 35 and up. But uh, okay, they're explaining their band and their songs now. Architect of Fear has a more power metal approach, whereas Sub- Submersus has more true metal influences, and the summoning. And the summoning, extinction event, and the final feast have a more technical approach to thrash, which I agree with that. And he said, and they say, Allah forbidden and testament. I totally agree with that. They all, they, all these songs represent what we are, and then they have a quotation, fire breathing. Ooh. Okay, and with that note, we have here. Let's see. They continue. As far as getting paid for the music, we will be selling our full-length LP upon completion, which. We've already been through that. and um, But we thought rather than fight the current system as a new game, we would uh, forge a new yet older path for gaining fans. We decided that we, we would write, record, and mix an entire five-song EP and simply give it away like the tape trading days that many of the band members grew up with and that we grew up with. Uh, we were just talking to chat about Absolutely, that. It yeah. was the '80s. That's how Metallica got out there and out, got out there in New Jersey, of all places. Um, a metal pay forward, if you will. We don't sign our rights away to a label, so it is allowed. It has allowed us the freedom to do exactly what we wanted, which was to use it to enlighten new metal fans who are looking for something classic, yet fresh. Hopefully, that is exactly what they hear. Did, did we still buy the albums and merch of the bands that we loved, who were given tapes, who were given tapes of? Absolutely, absolutely, uh, probably tenfold. But had a friend not given us a tape or some DJ dedicated their life each week to bring metal to the masses, we never would have discovered our favorites. That is the truth, because none of those bands got radio airplay back then. No. 
Um, and you really had to work to, to hear your paper. You had to work radio. for it. You had to work for it. You had to go to the stores. You had to get it when it came out. And it, it just, it was a totally different scene. You couldn't download it. It also sounded better on records. I mean, it just did. Um, okay, for us, the EP belongs to our future fans. So if they want to burn them to CD and give them away, share the files or just blast them from the mountaintops, then we applaud their help in bringing people to us so that so that they can be devoured. Haha. <laughs> Maybe someday the demand will be there to press press it to vinyl, which I was just talking about, picture disc, or even an HD quality CD DVD, but only the fans can make those demands. In the meantime, the dragon awaits its attack. <laughs> I like their attitude. They're a lot of fun. Those are good guys. Very metal. Very metal. <laughs> and uh, Devil Horns up right now for the Extinction event, and have a good night. Bye-bye.
As always, a great big thank you for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio. Thank you to Dave Mundine, Chad Church, and of course, Solar Burn and Vermithrax to Pittsburgh, great Pittsburgh bands. Have a good night, and always find me on Twitter at Fairly Dark. Media bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So keep listening to Electrocast podcasts and hear the culture. Electrocast. Miles, are you ready to record our promo for Season 2 of the Wanna Bet Podcast? David, have you ever seen a grown man naked? Miles, we're not here to quote lines from Airplane. We're here to tell people that Season 2 starts August 18th. But I like Airplane. I know you do, but Wanna Bet is a sports betting podcast. Each week we bet $1,000 on the NFL teams and games that we love. Well, that sounds like fun. It is fun. And last year you picked over 60% of your games correctly. How'd you do? We're not talking about that. We are telling people that they can find us every Friday. No more movie quotes. Roger, Roger. Electric acid. Electric acid.